I'm Joe. Andrew Winston. Shana. Jesus. Alex O'Toole. From Tupelo, Mississippi. From Round Rock, Texas. From Lincoln, Nebraska. From Salt Lake City, Utah. They're from Orange County, California. And I am. And I am. Joe Soy. Leading second. Leading second. I'm leading second. Leading second. Hey, Leading Second, welcome to a special edition of the Leading Second podcast coming to you uh, from a very critical week uh, during the coronavirus outbreak. My name is Brandon Stewart and my wife, Lindsay, and I have the incredible honor and incredible privilege to uh, lead this tribe that we call Leading Second. If you lead from the middle in any capacity, uh, certainly in church life, if you lead, but you're not in charge, Leading Second is for you. So Welcome back to the space. So glad you're here today. And uh, I wanted to uh, rush and bring a special message to you today. Obviously, no special camera, no lights, no set, uh, just me in the office. Um, I wanted to share some thoughts for you today from my heart to yours, just to maybe help focus us all up on what our pastors and ultimately what the church needs from us in this season. I mean, can you believe that this is our season to lead? I mean, it's incredible. I'm sure you're like me. You're waking up every day going, is this real? I mean, every day feels different from the last and in some ways feels so out of rhythm. Um, I know I'm pulling long hours right now. I'm waking up with adrenaline pumping, thinking today we got something to do for the church, for pastor. Um, but it also feels like a time like we've never had before to lead um, and be the church and be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm also very aware that this is definitely a season where fear is rampant and anxiety is high. Uh, confusion with what to do in ministry is everywhere right now, from the largest to the smallest church to the newest church. I mean, we're all literally in the same boat. We are all reinventing this thing as we go. And in the busyness of this season of church life, I wanted to stop and pause and take a minute. And I wanted to talk to you. I want to talk to your soul for just a minute. Uh, I wanted to check up on you, I guess, as much as I can do that through a podcast anyways. And as I'm talking today, I'm going to believe that Jesus is just going to come and meet you today and minister to you and help you as you attempt to lead strong. I'm going to share some thoughts that are guiding me. I've got a couple sections here, um, but these are guiding me. Maybe they can guide you in this season. First of all, I truly believe that we are in what could be the local church's greatest hour in our generation. We are certainly in a defining hour right now. I mean, when have we ever faced something like this? But uh, I believe that this season is anything but a setback. I believe there is opportunity in this season unlike anything that we have seen before. I believe right now in this landscape of the church, people are going to join our services online who haven't come through our doors before. I believe that people are open to the gospel right now desperately in need of a message of hope right now. Uh, I believe our growth as churches, it may not show up right away in the form of, you know, increased uh, viewing on our online streaming platform, but this is truly a season of growth. There are people engaging in the life of our churches that never have before. 
because of this season. So this is a great day for us as a church. If you can just set your mind to that today, this is an incredible day for our churches. This is also a great day uh, for us personally. I mean, think about it. When was the last time you had to stay home every evening? <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Um, I'm grounded from traveling right now. I can't think of the last time I probably had this much time off the road in the last eight years. Um, I have more time on my hands to be with my family, to lead for my pastor, to invest in myself. So not only is this an incredible season for our churches, it's an incredible season for us personally. Um, personal growth could take place in this season like never before. You know, when the great plague of London was going around in 1665, Cambridge University was shut down and Isaac Newton was forced to stay home. During this time, he invented calculus, parts of optical theory, and allegedly, while sitting in his garden, saw an apple fall from the tree that inspired his understanding of gravity and the laws of motion, all while staying home. In fact, it was from a prison cell. I mean, you want to call talk about social distancing and isolation, quarantine. It was from a prison cell that the Apostle Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. I just, I just wondered what could come out of you right now. What skill is about to be developed in you right now? What, what book could you finish that might change your life right now? What skill or talent could you hone right now? Um, all because of this season. So it's a great day for the church, and it's a great day for you. In fact, we're going to be announcing soon a special round of leading second coaching groups for this season. So stay tuned because we just want to give you an opportunity to invest in yourself personally during this season. So if I can, I want to take a minute and I want to talk boldly to all of us as second chair leaders, because right now our pastors need us more than ever. So if I can, let me speak to you uh, just a minute on behalf of your pastors. Over the past few days, I've probably spoken to a couple hundred pastors on the phone, on video calls. And here's what I know. Your pastors are navigating an entirely new landscape that they've never seen before. Your pastors are probably speaking faith, but could feel very uncertain right now about the future. They are concerned with keeping church strong, keeping church engaged, and keeping church budget met. In other words, here's what I want to say. Your pastors woke up today thinking about things that you didn't wake up thinking about. They woke up today thinking on another level. And they carry our churches during this time. I just been really thinking this week, like, what do our pastors need from us? I mean, if we're going to lead strong for them, what do they need? One thing I do know, and this is something I'm embracing right now, this has been my year of rhythm in my own life personally, and I feel like right now I am so out of rhythm. Here's what I do know. My pastor right now needs skill and speed from me. He needs me to be good at my job, good at communicating, and quick about doing it. I saw a video recently by Dr. Mike Ryan, who's a global leader in pandemic preparedness from the World Health Organization. He specializes in emergency response, and he said this about emergency response. 
be fast. Have no regrets. If you need to be right before you move, you will never win. Perfection is the enemy of good. Speed trumps perfection. The greatest enemy is to be paralyzed by the fear of failure. I've also been living by the mantra that um, I want to be more published than polished right now. I mean, I, I want to put out things that are excellent, but right now is a time for decision-making and speed. I am going to lean into action and not analysis right now. In fact, the day we're recording this, uh, I woke up this morning to a text uh, from a leader in my life, a church that I've worked with, and um, they asked me if I could train them on Zoom today. They were needing to figure out how to use the Zoom platform for meetings in their churches and very quickly got a couple of other texts about that. And I quickly realized um, I'm going to have to have this same conversation over and over if I don't do something about this. So I asked him very quickly. I said, hey, can I invite a couple other people to join us on our call? And he said, sure. Well, as it happened, 53 churches joined us for our Zoom training today. And I'm, I'm bringing this up to say this. There was no fancy Instagram post. There was a quick Instagram post that I wrote from my bed, like black background, white text, no graphics, no logo, no nothing. I just put it out saying, hey, I'm calling for this. Who wants in? I didn't wait to get it approved. I just acted. I just moved. I found a need and I met it. And that's what I'm realizing our pastors need from us right now is they need action, decisiveness, and speed. And they need us to be really good at what they've asked us to do. Church needs to be done differently right now. So if you don't have the skills, it's time to get them and get them quickly. Working from home right now, if that's your reality, doesn't mean time off. Quarantine doesn't mean time off. I hope you hear this today. It means you'll probably actually have to communicate 10 times more than normal because people just need to hear from you right now. And so this is not a time to lay back, step back and go, oh, it's, you know, it's time off or, you know, whatever. No, um, don't be social distancing on the golf course. Don't be just hold up, like engage, step up to the plate. If you need new communication structures, it's time to build them. It's time to mobilize. This is go time. Our pastors need skill and speed right now from us. I truly believe. And I'm embracing that right now. I challenge you to embrace that. I believe that our, our, Churches will really be better right now as we quickly reinvent. We're all in this together. Our pastors need high skill and high speed. So let me leave you with about six thoughts today. Uh, our guide to leading second during the coronavirus outbreak right now, I just have six guiding thoughts. Take these with you today. The first thing I want to challenge you to do is wake up. Wake up. Connect with God first thing each day. Take care of yourself, be in prayer, be in a spirit of faith, and be in the word. In other words, take care of you. Take care of your soul right now and take care of your physical body right now. Just wake up every single day and realign. You know, the world is changing every single day right now. So take time to refocus, realign. Jesus will give you strength. Just rely on him. Don't neglect that side in your go time and your hurry. Don't neglect your time with Jesus right now. So wake up. My 
Second thought for you today is this, lead up. Lead up. In other words, use your voice. Tell your pastors again that you're with them heart and soul. They need to hear it. And I guess I want to say this, don't assume because you've said it yesterday means they understand it today. If, if you haven't said it today, say it again and say it again and say it again. Pastor, I respect you. I love you. I'm with you, heart and soul. Do whatever you need to do in this time. Just like Jonathan's armor bearer. Go ahead. Do all that's in your heart. I am with you, heart and soul. One way you can lead up is to give your pastor the flexibility to quickly change right now and change again and then change again and then change again. I just, before I recorded this, read a text that came into my phone. A leader said this to me. They said, my job changed today from events director to social media director. So here we go. Isn't that how it feels right now? And um, too many leading second leaders are often attached to their roles or attached to position and title. And um, we just live in a day of incredible opportunity, but also incredible change. Our, our pastor at Champion Center, Pastor Kevin, sat down um, this week on Monday. Our whole staff was on one big giant Zoom call over all five locations. And he basically said, everyone's job changes today. And he reorganized the whole staff in one day because um, the church is changing. And so that's just the way you lead up. Give them flexibility. Give them grace. Move quickly with them and tell them you're with them heart and soul. Lead that relationship with your pastor. Lead up. Number three, lead the narrative. (laughs) Lead the narrative. Sometimes we only hear one message in the media and in prevailing culture. Let's be who we are. We are faith people. So speak at the highest level of your faith to everyone around you. Let's fill in the gap. Let's speak faith. Let's speak life. Let's see the opportunity in the day that we're living in. If you heard, I started out this very podcast by leading the narrative. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. One helpful tip for you leading for your pastor is this, communicate for your pastor in every room you find yourself in. Think about that. Communicate for your pastor in every room you find yourself in. If you find yourself leading in a moment, in a Zoom call, in a space, you're there to lead for your pastor. Communicate, lead, say what they would say. Fill in the gap. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Speak faith. Speak life. Represent them. Let's lead the narrative to every people group in our church. Number four, lead the needs. Lead the needs. Default to action and not analysis. Find a need and meet it. As we're reinventing church, needs are popping up all over the place. Your pastors probably just don't know what they need from you sometimes. Find a need and meet it. Lean into action. Like, just go for it. Don't worry about being perfect. It'll paralyze you. Lead the needs. In fact, look at the people group or the the department or group that you lead at church. What are the needs they have? Lead it. Crack the code, and you'll move your church forward for your pastor in this season. Number five, lead together. Lead together. In other words, connect with your family and with your team. You know, so many things are shut down right now. Relationships are not shut down. You know, getting together and encouraging each other and being together. 
we may not be there you know, even physically in the room, but you can still connect with your team. Speak life, peace, and wisdom, and even make yourself available for prayer. Some people could really be dealing with some anxiety. It was really interesting to me. My daughter uh, went to school yesterday at the time of this recording for her uh, final day of school before she has a day off and then she's online for six weeks. And um, my wife was there in class with her that morning and it was really interesting. She said they sat down and the teacher just asked the kids, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And each of the kids responded. And I guess my daughter said that she was a little nervous because she felt like the virus was getting closer and closer to her. Now, keep in mind, um, I feel like we have a, a pretty um, faith-filled house. I feel like we've had a lot of joy in this season, if nothing else because of memes on the internet. And I, I feel like we've laughed a lot, but she's heard us talking and she's heard the stress and she's heard the conversations and the Zoom calls and the planning and the and um, she was picking it up and her teacher led her. Now I need to lead her. I need, she needs to hear from her dad right now. You know, my wife needs to hear from her husband. My team needs to hear from their leader. I felt like all of you needed to hear from me today. Just lead together, connect with people, go to bed every single night with your phone battery drained because you just spent it connecting all day with people right now. Lead together. And finally, lead with the Holy Spirit. I wanted to end here today. Lead with the Holy Spirit. You don't have to lead alone. The Holy Spirit promised, um, promised to us as our guide. You know, none of us have ever been here before. I can't remember leading in a climate like this. I was even in ministry, um, new to ministry, after 9-11. And even then, um, I don't remember it being quite like this. Um, none of us have ever been here before, but the Holy Spirit um, is not taken off guard. And I just want to encourage you to follow his leadership and to watch him use you moment by moment throughout the day. Um, just lead with the Holy Spirit. Lead out of the overflow. Like take time every morning and just be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the presence of God. And watch what Jesus will do in you and through you. Uh, as you lead with the Holy Spirit. And I wanted to leave you today. Um, I just wanted to read Psalm 91 over all of us today as we prepare to, you know, lead and continue on strong for our pastors in this season. I just wanted to speak this over you, some verses out of Psalm 91. May this just be our story. As the people of God, it says this, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Verse 14, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him 
I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So Jesus, would you meet us today? Every leader watching this today, listening to this today, wherever they're at, would you just meet us? Holy Spirit, would you come and empower us today as we attempt to lead and lead strong in this season for our pastors and for the church? Would you be with us? Would you walk with us? Would you counsel us? Would you empower us today? I pray protection and provision over every ministry, over every leader today in the name of Jesus. I thank you that my God will supply all of our needs. I pray, God, you give us new strategy and wisdom on how to lead your church during this time. I pray, Father, for a harvest today. I ask that this season would be a season of opportunity for the church, a season like never before, Jesus, to see new people come into the fold, to come into the house, Jesus, even if it's online right now. I pray that you would use this season to grow your church like yeast making its way throughout the dough. I ask that your church would continue to move forward throughout culture today in the name of Jesus. Be with every leader, be with their homes, be with their pastors, be with our churches today, that we could run strong for the kingdom and lead for you like never before. We love you, Jesus. It is the honor of a lifetime to do ministry together. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, well, leading second, we love you. We love getting to do this with you. We love talking to you. I pray this has helped you just to refocus us today. A bit of a pep talk, a locker room talk today as we attempt to lead strong for our pastors. I want to encourage you to stay up to date with Leading Second. Um, we have meetups, coaching groups, different things happening, articles coming out. We're just going to try to talk and provide you some resources with our new season and our new reality here. So stay tuned. And it's our prayer uh, to do this with you. We'll be back soon with regular episodes of the podcast. But for now, this is what we're doing. This is how we're leading. And we're going to be with you every step of the way. So leading second, we love you. Until next time, let's run strong for the kingdom and lead in an uncommon way together. For more information, go to leadingsecond.com where you can find our digital magazine. You can also follow us on Instagram at leadingsecond to keep up with our community of uncommon church builders.